Oftentimes, as a new entrepreneur, you're going down this path because you're probably somewhat of a visionary. You have ideas, you want to implement them, you notice problems in the world, and you want to fix them. However, I would encourage you to pick one thing and see it through. Every other month can't be the start of a new business. You honestly need to focus on one thing, see it through, pivot and change up as you need to, but you need to be able to keep your eye on the prize. Hi, Offscripters. It's your host, Sewa Ajay Pele, and welcome to episode 151 of the She's Offscript podcast. This is a show where we hear and learn from women who've created unique blueprints for their business success. My hope is that you'll hear their stories and translate their gems into a unique path for yourself. For today's episode, we have another solo episode with me. I'm sharing five tips on things I wish I had known before I became a full-time entrepreneur. Before we hear the rest of this episode, I would love it if you could subscribe, rate, and review our show on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen to podcasts. This will help to spread the word about our show so amazing stories we share can continue to inspire women looking to launch their own off-script journeys. With that, let's go off-script as I share my list of five things every new entrepreneur needs to know. I started my first side business almost 10 years ago. It's kind of crazy to say that out loud, but three years ago, I decided to go full-time as an entrepreneur and all the research in the world could not have prepared me for all the little adjustments I had to make along the way. I think these adjustments aren't talked about as much because people are in the trenches building their businesses and may not take the time to just note the things that they're going through. So today I'm sharing with you five things every new entrepreneur needs to know before they go full-time with running their business. The first thing to note is that your friends and family are likely not going to be your first customers. In fact, if you have done your research as you are building out your business, they are probably not your target audience. And I feel like when people are starting businesses, I hear this over and over again where they feel like they're not getting support from their friends and family. It's important to note that people can show you their support in a lot of different ways. They don't necessarily need to buy your products in order to be supportive. So when I hear new entrepreneurs talking about how they feel like their friends and family aren't as supportive as they want them to be, I have to point out that support comes in a lot of different forms. They don't necessarily need to purchase your products. In fact, their support could be just listening to how your day has gone. They're not in your world anymore, so they won't be able to offer you any advice. But if they're there to lend a listening ear, take what they can give you. Also, I feel like a lot of that feeling of a lack of support comes from the fact that you are looking for people's approval as you're taking this journey into entrepreneurship. And you just need to learn to make moves and take action without the approval of the people that you have historically gone to for advice or approval. They've never gone where you're trying to go. So you can't necessarily expect them to give you advice that's grounded in facts when they've never been there. So do your own research, be independent, stand in the truth of where you're trying to go and get to it. Number two is that most people choose to be entrepreneurs because of the time freedom that it gives them. But this can be a double-edged sword because 
When you get to choose what you do with your time, it can easily go to waste. You can easily look up at the end of the year and feel like, oh my goodness, where did the time go? I really don't feel like I've accomplished much. So yes, you get to decide what you do with your time, but it's important that you set your priorities very early on in your business building journey so you know exactly what goals you're trying to attain and you have key performance indicators, KPIs tied to each of those goals. And then you can break the goals into bite-sized actions that you need to take on a day-to-day basis. Once you have those in place, it's easier to track where your time is going because you know that you've worked through the goals that you have set for yourself. That way, you do have the flexibility to do whatever you need to do with your time, whether it's doing laundry while you're working from home or running errands. But at the end of the day, you have goals that you're trying to work towards. And it's important that you track them and check back in with them often to make sure that you are on track. The next thing is you need to find a system that helps you stay organized, whether it's using project management tools like ClickUp or Asana, or you can use your Google Calendar and really time block and map out your time very clearly so you stay on task and on track with your goals. Number three is that things are probably going to take longer than you have planned to work out. I think the saying goes, the day you plant the seed is not the day you're going to eat the fruit, meaning that it takes time for you to work work through all the kinks. The first year of business, you are probably going to be going through a lot of trial and error. And this is why the majority of businesses are probably going to fail before their first year anniversary, simply because it is tough. So I would encourage you not to compare yourself to established businesses who have already gone through the paces. They've already made their mistakes and they've been able to come through the other side, having a stronger foundation for their business. You are not there yet. So give yourself the space and the grace to grow your business. You're not going to be hitting your stride probably until year three. So just go in with that mindset and be prepared to learn from your mistakes. Be prepared to pivot as necessary. And once you come out of that initial messy phase, you will probably start to feel more comfortable in your skin as a new entrepreneur. But until then, get comfortable with the feeling of being uncomfortable. Now, this leads me into point number four, which is to avoid shiny object syndrome. Oftentimes, as a new entrepreneur, you're going down this path because you're probably somewhat of a visionary. You have ideas, you want to implement them, you notice problems in the world, and you want to fix them. However, I would encourage you to pick one thing and see it through. Every other month can't be the start of a new business. You honestly need to focus on one thing, see it through, pivot and change up as you need to, but you need to be able to keep your eye on the prize and avoid looking at the newest, latest and greatest thing on the market and feeling like, okay, I need to do that because it's working for so-and-so. It's working for so-and-so because that is the plan that they started out with. If it isn't the plan you started out with, execute what's in front of you. And if after you've really put it through the paces, after you've really tested things out, if it truly isn't the thing you should be working on or the way you should be doing it, then you can move on to the next. But I would encourage you not to get distracted by the shiny things that you're going to find along your path to building your business. 
Number five is a common saying that you've probably heard before, which is that entrepreneurship is a roller coaster ride. There are often times when you're going to have some extremely high highs and other times when things are not going to go according to plan and you're going to hit some low lows. You will want to give up often. That is normal. And in those times, I would encourage you just to take a step back, give yourself the time to rest and then live another day to fight again, because it's often not a smooth ride all the way through. Many of us have come from the corporate space where we often had milestones like getting promotions or getting raises or getting high visibility projects. And that told us that we were on the right path. With entrepreneurship, you're probably not going to have those kinds of milestones. So once again, it's going to be important for you to set goals for yourself and then celebrate those goals. Also, I want you to get away from attaching your self-worth to the performance of your business. This is a sure way to go down a path where you feel like you as a person are not valuable because your business isn't doing well. And quite frankly, this is where your tribe comes in. Oftentimes, the friends that you had in the corporate space won't really understand what you're going through. They won't really understand the ups and downs that you're facing as you're growing your business, which is why it's going to be crucial that you start to build a network, that you find find a tribe of people that you can relate to. Which brings me to a bonus point here, which is it is crucial for you to build a network for yourself. It's not as easy as finding a colleague who's sitting next to you and bumping into someone in the break room and they become your buddy for venting or whatever the case may be. With entrepreneurship, you need to proactively go out there, whether your city already has organizations and programming for entrepreneurs or you just need to go online and see who's talking about similar things as you are, reach out to them for virtual coffee chats, whatever you need to do, it's going to be important for you, not only from a business growth perspective, but also from a mental health perspective, you need to find a tribe around you. I talk about from a business perspective because it's important that you understand what people are doing in different arenas of the business world. It may be that you learn new methods, it may be that you learn about new trends, Trends that are going on in different industries that could work for you in your industry. But if you are isolated and if you think that you're going to go through this whole journey by yourself, you're going to miss out on a lot of opportunities to grow. From a mental health perspective, having a tribe, once again, as I said, you have people who are going to go through the highs and lows with you. You have people that you can bounce ideas off of, people who are going to keep you sane because you know that you're not the only one who's feeling a certain way or you're not the only one who's going do certain things. So it's crucial that you build a network around yourself so you don't feel like you're going through it alone. So if you're someone who's recently gone full-time as an entrepreneur and any of these tips resonated with you, let me know and share with us any other tips that you didn't realize would come along with being a full-time entrepreneur. For those of you who are still doing your research into whether or not entrepreneurship is for you, I want to invite you to join our side business lab. This is a six-week accelerator that takes you from idea to your first paying customer while you're working your nine to five. So if you're interested in working with me and being among other entrepreneurs who are doing similar things, go to sewa at forward slash side business lab to join us today. Well, I hope you found all of those tips helpful and we'll see you right back here for our next episode. Bye.